Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I am now Spain. I'm Kyle Crawford, and we are your fuck buddies. Woo woo woo! I'm getting so used to doing that. I love saying it. I love being the one to say that we are your fuck buddies. It's so well, I do love the fact that we we didn't even like talk about who was going to say what this time. We just hit record. Yeah, yeah we just is, did it. This is the first time we're recording where we don't go out to Halo for beer beforehand. I know. Obviously. It hurts. Yeah, it's 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 difficult. As as uncomfortable as it is to have three people in this closet, I feel <laughs> I feel even more uncomfortable without you guys here. I miss your closet so much. Like I it's I can't wait to get back in that closet for the next time we're recording under normal circumstances. Yeah. I can't wait to just see you boys. It's been fucking way too long. Right? Ditto. Happy Pride, guys. Yeah, happy Pride. Happy Pride. I don't I think that's the first time we've said it because of everything else that's going on. I don't think we've officially recognized that it's Pride. It is Pride. I don't think so. But it is Pride, and that's awesome. So speaking of it being Pride. Thanks so much for you guys inviting me back here. You know, I love being back here and you guys we would have know, you every week. Thank you. You know how much I love just coming on here and just taking over your podcast. And you know how much I love turning you two into guests on your own podcasts. Oh shit. <laughs> but usually I, I, I tell you guys when I have something planned. So I'm just going <laughs> to, it's just going to be this big gay pride surprise for you guys. I love you also know that is my lifelong dream to be a game show host. <laughs> and I promised you that every time I came on Fuck Buddies, I would have some sort of a little game prepared. So I know we have questions, sticky, sexy situations, sexy, sticky situations. Oh, Dane, you didn't even get a chance to say that. I did. <laughs> no. Can, we're... I say, can I please can... say it? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Can I get it right? Uh, we are a sex and dating advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations hell yeah you did it basically we take questions off either social media or from listeners and we try to answer them for your ears okay i feel like um uh th- that was so fun for me that that was the best that I was perfect you're better at that than dane is yeah you're... <laughs> i gotta use nervous. that clip yeah do it forever okay so this is what's gonna happen if you guys are down Mm-hmm. I did a thing where I want to find out for pride and just for the sake of life, which one of you two is more in touch with your queer side. Cause I think everybody has a queer side and you okay. guys are both two straight guys. But what I did is I messaged a bunch of people on Facebook and told them that I was going to be on the podcast for this. And I asked them a series of fun little like, whimsical gay centric questions that they all answered and every question has a majority answer so that majority answer is going to be written in stone and it is going to be the answer for the entire gay community on that topic i'm kidding it's all but but every answer does have a majority question where you guys come in is i would like to ask you guys these same questions and you don't want to try and guess what the gay community said you want to answer what you truly feel. I'm going to keep score. I'm going to keep a transcript. And then at the end, we're going to find out which of you two, based on these questions, are more in touch with your queer side. What do you think? All right, let's do it. Okay. So name pending. I don't have a name for this game, but, uh, you know, I asked a bunch of gay, queer, LGBT people of all kinds, uh, gays, lesbians, bisexuals, 
trans, fluids. I got them all. I got somebody from everywhere. So <laughs> if either of you score zero to one matches, you are boring heteronormative. Pain, painfully straight. You are boring heteronormative swine. Oh, no. <laughs> if you get two to three matches, you mm-hmm. are a sparkle jock. You're maybe a little too butch still, but there is a sparkle of hope for you. I want someone to illustrate a sparkle jock for us if they're listening. Yes, I would like that as well. If you get four to five matches, you're a bromo. You're definitely a bro, but you're in touch with your queer side. You got a little sugar in your coffee and that's okay. Mm -hmm. If you get six to eight, you are a queer rocketeer. It doesn't matter what your sexual preference is. You are blasting away archetypes of typical masculinity and you're embracing your queer sides just as much as you embrace your hetero vibes. You can also illustrate that. If you get nine to 10, you are a full-fledged queen. And if you mm-hmm. haven't sucked a dick already, I recommend you do so because you're gayer than springtime. Okay. Down. Is I'm it ready. bad that I my, the game or the point of the game for me right now is to become a sparkle jock strictly <laughs> on the name? It's a great I name. I'm a rocketeer. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I'm so happy you guys are into these names because I thought really hard today on these names. So They're very good. Okay. How many are Kyle originals and how many are like this whole thing? No, this whole thing is a Kyle original. Every question, everything I did, I am the gay ambassador. I'm the editor in Queef. This whole thing is uh, <laughs> this whole thing. Sparkle Jock sounds like an established term. I made, Okay. First, it was just going to be Cock Jock. And I was like, well, there's just nothing really gay about cock no. jock. Like, it's just... Hey, there's know, nothing I, gayer than cocks. I like sparkle jock, and it just came to me, like, literally minutes before we were starting to record. That's why I was like, I'm going to be a little late. All right, uh, let's do it. Okay. So I'll uh, we'll go back and forth for who gets to answer first. I'll call on your name. So let me get my, uh, let me get my notes here. Okay. Should we text you our answers? No, just say them. Okay. okay. Well, Dave cheats off me because he wants to win. No, that's why we're going to go back and forth. Okay. Which makes you happier? Iced coffee in the summer or hot tea in the winter? Niall, you're first. Hot tea coffee. in the winter. Dane? I, I don't drink coffee, so yeah, hot tea in the winter. Wow. Okay. So do you guys know that iced coffee is a gay stereotype? Yeah, you also know I hate iced coffee. Do I know that? Yes. I don't know. I, when anybody says they don't like iced coffee, I kind of just like block that shit out because you know how much I love it. Yeah. I'm sorry, okay. guys. So uh, the majority for that one was uh, a big old a big old iced coffee. That was the majority answer. So I will write down the transcripts for... Uh, We're off on a bad start. Question one. Okay. Wrong. I'm, I'm on track to be a sparkle jock. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Okay. Uh, the second question. Do you like your wardrobe to be more colorful and vibrant or more sleek and monotone? Uh, Dane, you're first. Oh, 100% colorful and vibrant. I went through a, a whole phase where I wore nothing but floral shirts. Yes. I love you in floral. It's Nile. true. Uh, I am definitely more kind of like monotony. Okay, how do you guys think the community answered? I think it is going to be monotone. Yeah, I think it's monotone as well. It is absolutely monotone uh, by quite a large margin. So Niall's up one. What I'm hearing is I'm the stylish one. (laughs) Apparently. Though Dane is pretty damn stylish in a floral shirt. Dane, like, they're basically like a Canadian institution at this point, just like Dane. 
classic, classic <laughs> floral shirt. That's so good. Okay, third question. Would you rather spend a year in a big city penthouse condo with a skyline view, an in-suite minibar, and a jacuzzi, or a rural chateau with an orchard, a lake, and a couple of horses? Uh, Niall, you're first. Do we get clarifying questions? You can ask, sure. We can talk. Like, because if I'm in the city, I'm assuming all my friends are still around. And if I'm in the middle of a chateau in the country, I assume they are not around. Yeah, you'd probably be uh, you'd probably be pretty uh, isolated. I hate orchards and horses, so I'm going with the penthouse. <laughs> yeah, you do hate apples. <laughs> okay, Dane, how do you answer? Um, I knew when you said that I was like, so Niall has to choose between like being in the city or around the things he hates. Um, I <laughs> it's tough because I I really like horses, um, but what? I think. Hold the yeah, phone. Man. Get out. You're you're off the podcast. We've had this conversation so many times. Like iced <laughs> coffee, I block it out. Um, <laughs> but but no, I'm a city boy through and through. As much as I like getting away, I take the penthouse for sure. You're both taking the penthouse. Mm-hmm. How do you think the community answered? I think it was penthouse. I think penthouse. It was a friggin' landslide. I am really surprised. I thought there would be a little bit of uh, a gradient there. I would take the chateau. Like like it's not even a thought. I would love that. I think that would be beautiful. I love the country. Uh, mm-hmm. I love being out in nature and all that. But having spent four months away from my friends, I don't want to spend any longer. Yeah, that's that's a really excellent point. Um, I'm still going to... Also, fuck horses and apples. <laughs> no, I'm so mad at apples. I forgot about that. Okay, question four. Now, this is where the clause came out. This is this is where some people were like, ooh, it's tough. I don't know. This is where some people got uh, mad. Which goddess do you worship more, Beyonce or Lady Gaga? Dane, you're up. Fuck well, me. Um, yeah, that's how everybody felt. Um, I it uh, it's tough because like Lady Gaga, I think has done a lot more in terms of like vocally speaking out about things. She sure has. But I'm I'm not a big fan of her music. Mm-hmm. Um. But that's on the flip side. I think she's a super talented musician. She just makes shitty pop music. Whereas Beyonce. Wow. Every every gay person who was listening just stopped listening because you said she makes shitty pop music. Yeah. You just oh, but, that, but that's what she does. You know what I mean? She makes very like she makes pop music. But like when you look at her like like there's a there's an episode of SNL where she does a uh, I think it's New York, New York on piano and it's just her. And it's incredible because she's oh, an yeah. amazing musician. She is. Um, but then you look at things like Poker Face, and I'm like, that's not exactly the height of musical talent. Oh my god, it was catch- 2007. That was my jam. I know the whole choreography. <laughs> the whole. Choreography. I have nothing against. I've got nothing against bad pop music. Like you know, I like Taylor Swift. I'm on board with it. I, I'm gonna go Beyonce. You're gonna go Beyonce. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Niall. I think I'm gonna go Lady Gaga. Um, I'm gonna say Niall. I know you have love for Lady Gaga. Yeah, a while ago, like I saw uh, a bunch of like old recordings of her when she was like. I don't want to say a kid, but like when she was like pretty young, uh, just like at bars with an acoustic guitar playing like yes. Led Zeppelin songs. And it was just yeah. like really, really, really cool to see. It's like, you know, she's like massively musically talented. It just yeah. seems fun. 
She is not not nothing against Beyonce, but like you know, that's that. This is a hard question because I feel the same way as you know. Like I, mm-hmm. I think Lady Gaga. You know what? I'm I'm switching to Lady Gaga. <laughs> Are because, you switching to Lady Gaga? Wow. Okay, we got to switch a rule. Okay. Here's the thing: is I don't have much of a connection to Beyonce mm-hmm. in terms of like her music has never spoken to me. Mm-hmm. Whereas at least Lady Gaga, I can like. If it comes on at a bar or a club, I will dance to it. Not to say that I won't dance to Drunken Love, but like... Oh, I've seen it. Um, no, I'm switching to Lady Gaga. Okay, I'll, I'll allow that switch. I will allow it to happen. And, you know, I loved how much back and forth you guys had, and I could just feel, uh, Dane, the contention in what you were saying, like in the fact that you even switched. That's how a lot of people felt when I was asking. They're like, ooh, it's tough, but when it comes down to it, Lady Gaga was the... Uh, was the majority answer. Hmm. Not by tons, but she was the majority answer. And a few people said, even Brandon, my boyfriend, was like, uh, you know, she is a gay goddess for sure. Like, she has been ride or die with the gay community Mm -hmm. before she was famous. Uh, So that was a big thing. And there were a lot of Beyonce love. There were some people that were just like, Lady Gaga, who was Beyonce, and vice versa. There were people that were like, no, Whitney Houston, not either of them. Like, gay men (laughs) take their pop Yeah. If you had asked us which one I thought, I wouldn't have been able to answer. Because right, I, yeah. I actually wasn't sure which one people would have picked. Yeah. I knew that question was going to get some claws out, and I was I was into it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, this is a fun one. Uh, people really engage with this one. What stance of body hair do you relate to more? Grow beautifully and freely. My body is my body is my body. Or... Manscaping is sexy. My body is a canvas. My clippers are the brush, and my hair is the paint. Uh, Niall, you're first this time. Uh, just the natural it grows kind of deal. All natural kind of girl, eh? Yeah. Okay. As you probably can tell, I don't really do much with my hair. <laughs> and Dane? This is tough. I want to say manscape because I I do the downstairs, but like I don't. <laughs> I don't have a, like I'm I'm lucky enough that I don't have a whole lot of body hair. Like I'm not a, a super hairy person in terms of like chest or back hair, so I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, you gel your head hair though, right? Oh yeah, all of it, <laughs> all three strands of it. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm gonna say manscape because I do. I take a lot of of care of my beard. I mean, yeah, not your beard recently, looks really but... good. Apart from right now, you look like Duck Dynasty. <laughs> okay, um, so we have different stances. What do you guys think the community went with? I'm guessing manscape. I'm going to say let it grow. Well, it was the closest one by like a 55% manscaping one. Ah. Yeah, it was a really close one. Uh, some people were like, if you if you can grow it, show it. Uh, if you want to shave this bitch, go ahead, but I'm not shaving it. And there was, there were some really fun opinions on that one. I had a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I'm obviously of the manscaping. I, I think it's mm-hmm. fun. again, Dane, like yourself, like I'm not, I'm not super hairy. I'm pretty happy with how supple and smooth my skin is. But if I were to be hairy, that shit would be trimmed. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. also not particularly hairy. So, okay. um, okay. Back to icons, which gay icon do you enjoy more? Freddie Mercury or Elton John? Uh, <laughs> who's first this time? Dane's first this time? I think it's Dane. Yeah, Dane, go ahead. Freddie or Elton? I was, I was really hoping the alternative was it was going to be Freddie or David Bowie because that would have been a very, very easy choice for me. Too easy. Would it? David Bowie would have won that one? Oh, 100%. Oh, okay. See, I, I couldn't even name like one David Bowie song, I don't think. Brick in the Wall, is that him? That's Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Isn't Pink Floyd David Bowie? Aren't they one and the same? No. Oh no! You know what? Um, I know David Bowie's song with Freddie Mercury. Um, under, mm. that's under pressure. It. Yes. Didn't didn't was Pink was David Bowie in a band? Um, I don't think so. I mean, he might have. No, I don't think so. He was always just kind of doing his own thing. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't. I know that uh, David Bowie is apparently a musical genius. I've just never been exposed to him. You might be. Uh, you might be thinking of Phil Collins, who was in Genesis, maybe. Oh no! I know Phil Collins. I saw Tarzan. <laughs> um, have you not seen Labyrinth? No, no one's seen Labyrinth, Dane. <laughs> okay, you need to watch Labyrinth because it. I feel like that movie in the eighties when it came out distinctly shaped people's sexuality. Either you were like enamored by Jennifer Connelly, or you were enamored by David Bowie's bulge. Oh wow! I think that was those were the two diverging paths. Or you know, you were in, in the middle. And you were just like, I- I'm into all this, even Hoggle. That's a labyrinth deep cut for people. Um, yeah, we're gonna cut that out. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Freddie Mercury. Okay, Dane says Freddie Eddie Eddie and Nile. Same for me. Same for me. I love Elton John, but like Freddie Mercury, I just think you you guys both remember Nile. You definitely remember my Queen phase when I first yeah. Queen I mean, when I was like 27. Like it's the first time I ever heard a Queen song. Uh, <laughs> I fell in love with it. <laughs> I, I love Queen. It's like I don't think I've ever like actively listened to an Elton John song. Mm. Maybe that one where he like played and no one could understand a word he said. That was very funny. Oh man, Elton John has like a bunch of bangers. Like they're like for a gay man, he's written so much like just fight music. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um. And it's it's nice. Like it's when are gay people not fighty? <laughs> well, so I mean it's like it's it's he's like this stereotype of like, you know, glitz and glamour, and that's sort of like what the what the projection of like what a gay man is. It's like this big extravagant person. But then like his music is all about like fighting and fucking. Well, and it's s- like it's rock and roll. Like it, it I'm just saying that like being a gay man, it's nice to know like he was he was rock and roll despite you know what I mean? Like Yeah. I guess there was uh, there I mean, was that like he's still a rock and roll icon despite being gay. Whereas like I think there's a lot of disconnect between people who think those two cultures don't mesh. Mm-hmm. That's fair, yeah. Like Freddie Mercury is like a rock god. Like Queen is like as rock as you get when you think of the seventies. I guess so I don't know too much about rock. I'm not gonna. I don't know. I feel like with rock, you almost assume that they'd be less kind of inclusive than you know they are. But I don't think it's ever really been. I don't know. I don't think it's as true as a lot of other like genres of music but anyway have you seen kingsman 2 yes no. where elton john super fighty in that yep yeah no. okay that was that was the 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 split thing was i was gonna say elton john just because of kingsman 2 yeah <laughs> it's very funny okay well you both did say freddie and uh the gays are on both of your sides that one was was quite a large win also with yeah Freddie. i would have figured yeah. Okay. Next is something that is very common in my house because we're on different sides of this one is rose or prosecco. Um, oh shit! Order. Rose or prosecco? Yeah. It's got to be prosecco. Prosecco, eh? Mm-hmm. And uh, ding. I'm going rose all day, baby. Okay, this was another really, really close one. Like the difference was just by a couple votes, and prosecco just won. Mm-hmm. Uh, rosé is becoming super trendy though. Like everybody is really into rosé right now. Rosé is becoming one of these uh, like brosé. Have you guys saw that? 
No, no, like, no, but I'm here for it. It's like bronies, like bros who love My Little Ponies. Like, all there's all these Instagram posts of all these like bros, like jock guys that are like loving rose and sipping rose. It's really adorable. All I think uh, of when I think of rose, and the reason, like, I love rose, I just don't drink it as much as Prosecco. So I felt like it would be strange of me to say that. But whenever I do think of rose, I think of uh, in fucking uh, Zagreb when me and you yep. went down to that little like wine cave like underneath our hostel and uh, we got the fucking rosé and the charcuterie board and just sat out in the sun. And it was like probably the best glass of rosé I've ever had in my life. That's that. literally like what got me onto rosé. I don't think I'd ever drink in rosé prior to that. And <laughs> I like, I haven't looked back. Oh, it was, I actually, it was I such think, a beautiful moment. The yeah, visual of that is driving me wild. Like I can't even. Um, okay. And that brings us to, Ooh, this is a fun one. Uh, we're almost there. We're in the home stretch. There's only 10 questions. Which famous meme cat do you relate to more? Dinner table cat or grumpy cat? Dane, you're up first. Oh, shit. Uh, the, the dinner table cat's not the... He's not yelling, right? He's just sort of like looking unimpressed. Yeah, he's, he's sitting there unbothered. Yeah, I'm going to be dinner table cat, I think. Okay, and Niall? I guess same here. There was some love for Grumpy Cat, but Dinner Table Cat took that like all the way. Like everybody was so excited to say Dinner Table Cat. Yeah, I feel like Grumpy Cat was like it was one of the OG kind of things. So like it never really had that same like impact like now. You know what I mean? Didn't he die recently? I think he did. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember him dying. Let's have a moment. Uh, <laughs> rest in peace, Grumpy Cat. Uh, okay, question nine. I know your guys' answers for this. I'm pretty sure I do anyway. And this was another one that, like, everybody was talking a little bit about it, and it it had everybody divided. Um, When it comes to food and nutrition, which do you relate to more? I eat what I want, life is good, and food makes it better. Or my body is a temple, healthy and nutritious food makes me feel better and helps me thrive. Um, Niall, you're first. I don't even need to answer this. Yeah, I know your answer. I see whatever. I'm good. And uh, yeah, you you eat food, whatever you want, right? Yes. Yeah. And Dane? Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. Are it's you? Like, I'm I'm so allergic to dairy and I still eat chocolate and shit. Like, I don't I... even respect the things that my body tells me not to do. I thought you would have been more on the uh, nutritious, healthy, what have you side of things. Uh... No, especially okay. not now. Like I, you know what I had, you know what I ate yesterday? The only thing I ate yesterday was four slices of like two day old pizza and an entire bag of two bite brownies. That's all I ate yesterday. That's horrendous. I yep. love two bite brownies so much. And you have to eat the whole bag when you sit down with a bag of those. So there's one thing that always like I find very strange about me and Dane is like in general, I think Dane eats more healthy than I do. You also managed to be so much more unhealthy than I am at the exact same time. Yeah, you cook dinner a lot more. I cook dinner every goddamn day. But I yeah, also exactly. just like, cons- I, I don't know. Every now and then you say things that disgust me. But <laughs> 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 frankly, like I couldn't spend a day having just eaten that. But it always makes me feel really good about myself because in general, like I might not be perfect, but I never have such horrifying dips like you do. You're you're more consistent, Niall. You're much more consistent. You're like more temperate. Where Dane, you you're, you sound like you're kind of all or nothing, or one or the other. My yeah. my my eating is chaotic evil. It's true. <laughs> um, when it came to the community, how do you think they answered? 
Um, I oh fuck, I I would say an exact split. Um, it was really yeah. close. It it was, it was yeah. really close. Um, even me, like you guys know how much I love food and I love to cook, and I mm-hmm. am pretty right there in the middle. Yeah, you're um, pretty both. Like you, I've seen you do both. Yeah. I think when it comes down to it more, I lean towards my body as a temple because if I did just eat whatever I wanted, like I just don't have the metal, I would be not happy. I would be a whole fucking house. So I just can't do that. I haven't been able to do that for years. If I could just sit down and eat McDonald's all the time and two bite brownies all the time and drink all the Pepsi I wanted, like I would absolutely do that. But I just can't. Those are like treats for me. They're like holiday meals. Uh, so I leaned towards Temple, and so did the community. The community was just over with Temple, but there was lots of love for Eat What You Want. Mm-hmm. Um, so you both got it wrong. Or you both did not uh, connect with the community on that one. Wow. All right, so this is the last question, and then we're then we're done. And thanks for letting me take over your podcast once again. The last also, one, whoever's at home, if you want to like tell us what score you got and send it in, we definitely want to know. Here's the last question. Who's answering first for this one? I think it's uh, Niall. I get today, and I went first in the last one. Okay, what is cooler, D and D or Pathfinder, Dane? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, I'm saying Pathfinder, but I highly doubt anyone knows what the fuck that is. But yeah, Pathfinder. Uh, Niall. Yeah, I got Pathfinder. That's my boy. What do you guys think the community said? I'm gonna guess D and D. Yeah, I don't. I don't think a whole lot of people know what Pathfinder is. The community said, I'm just kidding, that wasn't the last answer. I just wanted to get you guys yeah, out. You motherfucker. No, no, that wasn't the last question at all. I'm out. The last, Bye. The last question is, in fact, did Carol Baskin kill her husband? Uh, I mean, I'm fucked. I didn't watch Tiger King, so... No, okay, there were a couple people that didn't watch. You didn't watch Tiger King? Judging by the memes mm-hmm. and everything I've seen about it, I'm going to say that bitch Carol Baskin did it. Okay. <laughs> and she won thousand percent did it like i asked maybe like too many people to count like maybe like 27 or something i'm gonna guess nobody said no me i was the only person and one other person that said no i'm sorry do you remember the scene where she was like oh no tiger would eat you over that you'd have to cover them in cod liver oil or something and then look straight at the camera (laughs) like come on i just don't think she did it i think she's crazy but i just don't think she killed her husband that was too specific of an information to just throw out there. Nobody just casually is like, nah, this is how you get a tiger to eat someone. I mean, huh? Okay. Okay. You guys, you guys both did so friggin' well. Let me just give, let me just input, let me add up all this data here. One, two, three. He's computing with the, the kylometer. He's running it through his systems. Okay, so we do have a winner. We have a winner by one point. And uh, that point does put you guys both in the same uh, category, however. Uh, you're both queer rocketeers. Hell uh, yeah. Queer rocketeers, uh, which is which is really good. It's just a step beneath sucking dick. So good job, <laughs> guys. However, I feel Niall, like- Niall did get one more point. Um, oh, so wow. Niall is the winner. Congratulations. You have won a trip to, for two to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. And uh, oh, thank you. Lifetime supply of poppers and a mesh tank top. Oh, please tell me you're going to give me at least the mesh tank top in real life. Yeah, you can have the poppers too. And let's go to Puerto Vallarta. Okay, sure. Oh, I thought you were joking about those, but I was hoping you at least give me one of them. 
You can have my my. You remember my old classic mesh tank top that I haven't worn since 2018. You can have that one, please, because like it's almost closed, but it's not. So I'm very warm all the time. I think it'd be perfect. Okay, down. All right, question time. Yes. Also, Kyle. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, my pleasure. I was so happy to. I was. I was actually really worried that we weren't going to get a game. You hadn't (laughs) asked us any questions. Yay! It's my, it's my promise. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold to it. I'm gonna bring a game every time I come. I had zero I, doubts because Kyle is Kyle. Yay! Are you going first, Noel, or do you want All me right. to go first? Yeah, this is uh, this is from Ask Gay Bros. Uh, the user is Matt Pilf. Grinder is removing the race filter to fight racism. Where do you stand? Um, shall I answer? No, you're not allowed. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's great. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't used Grinder in a long time, and I'm a person of color. I'm half black, half white, and Grinder. I just think, honestly, Grinder is a pretty damn toxic place, period. But it's a uh, especially bad place for uh, you know body negativity yeah. and uh, racism. And there's there's lots of it on Grinder, and you know you can have a thick skin. Like I have a pretty thick skin, so it wouldn't bother me when I saw whites only or anything like that or mixed and blah blah blah. Um, didn't bother me at all. Like I love literally every, I, th- I think every different ethnicity and every shade, I'm not just saying that because of the world we live in. I think every shade is sexy. I think every ethnicity is sexy. And I think that um, I-, I love seeing now more than ever, you know, big companies and, and uh, places that have big influence taking steps. And I think that that's a great one. I never knew about that until right now. And I think that's great. Now, can yeah. I ask you a question? Sure. Did you ever use the race filter? Yeah, I, I always put mixed. I As always, in, like, did you have to pick what you were looking for, or did you, like... I don't actually know how it works. I figured you just, like, were like, no this, or whatever. No, it's just um, when you, like, make your grinder profile, like, you have a picture and your age, and just there's all different things. There's, like, tribes. They call them tribes. So, like, you can say if you are a jock or a, a player, that, how tall you are, what your weight is, if you're toned, if you're... This, that, if you're hairy, if you're top, if you're bottom, and just race is just one of the descriptors amongst like 30 um, mm-hmm. that are there. So I don't really think that, like, I never really looked into it too much, but like, I just put it, I just put mixed, just like I put any, like I was 5'9 or whatever. Um, but people went a bit further than that. And some people would put like in their description, like, yeah, whites only or no yeah i've seen like a bunch of my friends have been sharing stuff all week uh one in particular had this one profile where it literally had like every possible ethnicity listed with like a rating beside it and then like some of them were just like hard no and it was pretty fucked up that's that's really funny because like as far as i've seen or as far as i'm aware on like you know uh you know like tinder and whatever i've never seen kind of anything like that i think the closest is like I love women's profiles who have like minimum height requirements, but like yeah. that's about it. Grinder was the first, and Grinder is like the more the most raw. I'll say like it's unadulterated. It's just like like compared to Tinder, like Grinder is is pretty raw and uh, girthy, and it's just it, it's it, it's it's a pretty toxic place. If I'm being completely honest, like mm-hmm. even if I was to be single again or in an open relationship or whatever, I think I would do all that without Grinder. But for those people who use Grinder, I think that it's a, a great decision uh, to take the race filter off just to just to promote just a better world, I think. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a great idea. I'm actually kind of surprised it 
has lasted this long. This comes from a user. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm going to give them the name. Uh, hmm. It's hard coming up with agent names. I'm going <laughs> to Agent Earl Grey. Oh. Gosh, I wonder where that came from. It's definitely not the beer I'm drinking. <laughs> Are you drinking, Kyle? Are you having the beer right now? Yeah, what am I drinking, actually? I think this is from Alora. It's Shine India Pale Ale. And uh, nice. yeah, from Alora. Hell yeah. They say, hey there, I've started dating four weeks ago with an amazing girl. We have very good chemistry and an awesome sex. We both like each other a lot, and we decided to be in a relationship together. In the past couple of years, I've been exploring my sexuality and found out that once in a while, a really hot guy can turn me on. I've once dated a guy, but it wasn't really for me. But sometimes I meet some guys or hang out with a really hot friend of mine, and I find them very sexually attractive, and it turns me on. Uh, this friend and I spent the weekend together at some resort, and I had strong sexual feelings for him. Nothing happened, but it scared me. Um, and how should I address this with my new girlfriend? Should I talk about my sexual thoughts with her? Maybe it's too early to share that stuff with her. She's very open, and she also occasionally makes out with other girls, and I'm totally cool with that. I'm very attracted to my new girlfriend sexually and mentally, but sometimes I find myself playing with the fantasy of being with another man. I want uh, I want to keep this relationship, and I see her as a very good partner. So how slash should I share my sexual thoughts and attractions to other men with my girlfriend? All right. I, do you want to jump in there, Kyle, or will I jump in? I don't you know. I always feel when there's a guest, I just wait for people to talk because I know yeah. everyone's sick of hearing me speak. You go first, for sure. Um, so I feel like there's nothing wrong with being attracted to or turned on by someone not in your relationship. Um, like if you just see someone, you're like, damn, like that is totally fine. But I do think a lot of people know that as well. So that if you were to come out and say, hey, I saw this person, they turned me on. Um, they might think you mean it in a way more serious way than you do, because I don't think it's very commonplace to, you know, like I don't go home to, to my girlfriend and say like, hey, I saw this hot person. You know, I was sexually aroused by them, you know, like that because that would be weird. And if I did, it would seem like there was a lot more importance behind it than just the fact that it happened. Um, I also think, unfortunately, like I don't know what this person's girlfriend is like where she like is on the the sexuality scale, like whether she's somewhat bi as well. But I know a lot of uh, bi people, unfortunately, get a really bad rap where it's like they're seen as like not being like actually gay or like they, they always they can often end up in this really shitty, like neither one nor the other uh, place where they get like, you know, the straight people are like, oh, you're not really straight. And gay people are like, you're not really gay. Um, so I would worry that their girlfriend might take it weirdly, especially if they don't really know where they lie on that kind of issue. Um, if it is the case that you want to maybe open up your relationship, because it seems like the relationship itself is slightly open the way you're okay with her kissing other girls and she's okay with you being attracted to other girls and you were thinking about maybe opening that in, then yeah, maybe that's a conversation you guys need to have. But again, if it's a pretty new relationship, then maybe it's time. You, you, it's probably one of those things you should wait a little bit more for until you have more information to act on it, I would imagine. Dang. Um. I don't know. Like if, if you guys have a, a strong communication and you guys, you say that you're like into her mentally. And uh, to me, that means you probably have like a pretty good solid, like talking, you know what I mean? Like you, you guys connect on a, on a, a more than a, just a physical, you know, superficial level. Um, so I'm going to assume that you have like a, enough of a background to 
to open that dialogue. I don't necessarily like if if this is the first person you're ever coming out to, I think that's a big deal. And I think coming out to your partner is is one of the I don't know. It's a scary idea for sure because, like Niall said, like you don't know how they're going to react. Okay, um, wait, wait. Is this a guy talking about his girlfriend? Yes. Oh, I thought it was two girls. I thought it was a girl the no. whole time. No, no, no. This is sorry. This was a this is a, a guy dating a girlfriend. Oh, I don't know why you said it, but you made it seem like it was two girls. I was so sure it was nope. two girls. No, okay. sorry, sorry. This is this is a man who who is having sexual thoughts about other men. Oh, okay. Um, then my advice would be slightly different. Um, I do still think it's possible that the girl might get weird about it, but I think maybe less so. I mean, it, it's hard to say, right? Like, it, like this could it, go it depends any for, number of for ways. Every person. I'm sorry, how long were they dating for again? Four weeks ago. Yeah, so that's pretty fucking new. Yeah, yeah, it's really new. I just like if if she's not cool with you being bisexual at four weeks, she's not going to be cool with you being bisexual a year from now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I I don't th- I think this is something. If this is part of your identity, I think putting that on the table is. You know, maybe not necessarily be like, I'm surrounded by hot men and all I want to do is fuck them. I don't know if that yeah. might be the, the strongest scenario, but to to bring it up, it, like if this is part of who you are, uh, how long you're dating someone doesn't really matter. Because if they're not cool with it, they're not cool with it. If mm-hmm. they are, they are. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it, it kind of depends what you want. Like if you just want to be like, hey, I'm bi. Sure, 100%. Tell them right now. If you want to continue this relationship, but occasionally like introduce like guys into it as well, um, I guess if it's a deal breaker, sure, do it right now. But if it's not going to be a deal breaker, like if it's just something you could, you know, take it or leave it, then you probably might. If the relationship is more important to you than opening it up to also having men, I don't think it's a bad thing to wait until you have better information. But yeah, don't like if you want to let them know that you're bi. 100%. Like, you make a really good point because it is part of you. And, like, if they don't accept it early on, they're not going to accept it later on. So it's like, why waste all that time? It's better to just figure it out and get out. Even if it's a bad situation, at least it'll hurt less than when you put so much more time and, like, have a, can, like make more of a connection. But I think it really depends on what you want out of the relationship. Like, if you just want them to know that you occasionally find guys attractive, sure, tell them. But if you do want to open up the relationship four weeks in, I think that's kind of quick. So is is this just to clear up out of the information we have? Is this guy, did this guy say he was bi or did he say that he has found himself attracted to guys lately? Um, so the, the subject of the email was sharing my bisexual thoughts with my girlfriend. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think sharing my bisexual thoughts with my girlfriend and being bisexual and coming out to my girlfriend and, uh, bringing guys into the relationship with my girlfriend or anything like that. I think those are two different things. And I think they're miles apart from one another. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's one thing to uh, have feelings and attraction and waves. Like I am a very gay man. And it always, when I was like 13, 14, I had like really strong, like attraction towards women. And like thinking back to it now, it, it just boggles my mind. I think that the older I get, the more I believe in fluidity as like a more natural thing that comes to just about everybody. And we all have a little bit of fluidness inside of us. And I think that that whole thing is beautiful. But if you're just fine, if you've been dating a girl for four weeks and you're finding yourself having bisexual thoughts, I think just 
quite simply, just do you have your bisexual thoughts. I think four weeks is like, that's like preliminary dating. If you have a connection with this girl, that's great. I wouldn't go rush and make any major decisions or anything. I might explore and see what these bisexual thoughts are. I might watch some gay porn and see what that does for me or watch some bisexual porn, see what that does for me or, you know, something before jumping into rash things with a girl that you've been dating for four weeks. I also think like, if you do want to share these thoughts with her, it's like she can, like if she's off kissing other girls and stuff, I surely you would hope she would get it as well. That's what I was going to say too. The girl sounds cool. If she's kissing girls and, and hanging out and everything like this whole thing sounds pretty casual to me. If I was him, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't take it too seriously, but I'm saying that in like gay skin and, and everything. If I was a, if I was a guy and I was having bisexual thoughts and I just met a cool girl, yeah, it would probably be a, it would probably be a pretty, pretty intense feeling. My advice would be just explore your feelings a little bit and see if these feelings are like an actual identity, I guess. Like, cause he's not saying he's bisexual. He's saying that he's having feelings. And I just think that those are, those two things are, are pretty, can be pretty far apart. Sometimes you just meet yeah. a really hot guy. Yeah, some, exactly. Yeah, like I thought there's there's like times that I may have thought about women or such, like or found girls attractive. Like I think fluidity exists inside of everybody. Like I said, sometimes you just meet a hot guy. Sometimes you just get a little curious. Sometimes you just you, you've been eating a lot of sushi. Sometimes you want some pizza, kind of thing. And then sometimes you are bisexual, and sometimes it is a thing. Or sometimes you're gay. Um, do I think that's I think that's something you have to explore within yourself and get comfortable in with yourself before bringing that onto and with somebody that you've been dating for four weeks. Four weeks is nothing. I've had I've had socks come and go in four weeks. Like I, I think that four weeks is nothing. And are you talking about masturbating into those socks? It sounds like that you're talking about. Well, I have had many a cum sock after a year after uh, <laughs> many a cum sock over the years. This is by Throw RA Rexon. Uh, I'm not going to maybe read out the question title. Let's keep this a little okay. secret. Uh, posting under a throwaway because my post reached its cap and I need advice. Gross situation, but my parents told me it's okay because we're all adults. My boyfriend, who we will call Sam, is a bit older than me. 34 years old versus me, 23-year-old. 23 That's never been a problem before. We've been dating for over a year now, so things are pretty serious. When he came to meet my parents over dinner, however, hell broke loose. I thought everything was going fine at first. I've had boyfriends be shy around my parents before. They can be intimidating. But about an hour into our dinner, my mom pulled me aside. She explained to me that she and my dad already knew my boyfriend. Obviously, I was confused, as they had appeared to introduce themselves for the first time not that long ago. My mom explained that 10 years ago, she and my father had taken part in a threesome with Sam, but it was all in the past. I don't want to hear anymore, but she told me they'd all slept together a handful of times. In retrospect, I didn't take it well, and I left their house by foot and ran until I was far away enough to call for an Uber. <laughs> I've been home a few hours now. Sam has called me literally hundreds of times trying to talk, but I don't want to answer. The whole thing makes me feel sick. I picked up a call from my parents who told me to calm down and handle the situation like an adult. My mom <laughs> called me immature for being so freaked out by the thought of her and my dad having sex. And she said that if I'm going to be part of a growing relationship, I need to be able to handle this type of thing more appropriately. I see a future with Sam, but I never expected my parents to be a part of our history. I really do love him a lot, and I know it's not his fault that he chose to be involved with my parents such a long time ago. Is there a chance our relationship could survive this? And this is by, my boyfriend has a sexual history with my parents. Can we still survive? 
<laughs> how, how old is the boyfriend? 34. 34 and 23 is the kid or the son, the girl. Is this a, are these two guys? No, it's a, a girl and a guy and a okay. mom and a dad who are both a girl and a guy. Is it bad that I think this is kind of hot? Like this is like when I find <laughs> when I fall down like the deep porn wormhole and I just start looking up weird shit. Like this is just something that would probably the 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 situation is probably something that I would get off on. I think it's fun. <laughs> I think the whole thing is a lot of fun. It makes me want to take a shot. Where's my bourbon? <laughs> you definitely take oh, a shot. Do it. Oh man, we've set them off. <laughs> I don't know if I have advice. I would just what can you do? You like the guy that comes up to your parents. Like it's just this, it's a damn good story to tell for the rest of your lives. You can't tell that story for the rest of your life. Can you imagine pulling that out at the wedding? Oh, I would. I would. I absolutely would. I got no shame. And that's the best way to deal with something like that. Own it. I get it though, man. Like yeah. if if I bring a girl home for fucking Thanksgiving dinner and at one point, you know, I'm helping my mom mash the potatoes in the kitchen and she and leans like, over hey, and whispers in my ear. That girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because there are things that that, you know, detract attraction from people. Um and that, yeah. and it could be any number of things. It could be like actions. It could be things people say. Like I remember, I was super into a girl until I heard her go off. She went like on this like huge anti-Semitic rant, and I was just oh. like, "You're you're so hot, but now you are so unattractive." Oh, obviously. Um, and I just want to. So like, I think I don't know if I would ever be able to like really get sexually into someone that I know that my dad has also been into, <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally yeah this is funny. i would i would just love to know how far away by foot she made it until she deemed it was far enough away to call for an uber that's a really weird yeah, way to put yeah, it until i was far enough to call for an uber you know maybe i'm so casual about it because like my parents are a little younger than most people's parents and growing up i just said we were a very open family and we were all like once i was a teenager we were all just more like friends rather than parents and kids. And like, I would have my boyfriend over and we would have sex in the house and nobody cared. And, you know, I'll tell you guys this full story off of, off of the podcast, but I have a friend whose mother slept with knowingly somebody that her daughter slept with. And then they were all in the same room at some point and everybody knew it. And, uh, they, it was it, hearing the story makes me laugh really hard, and this one made me laugh really hard too. There are worse things in the world. I would these these the, this this situation to me is hilarious and kind of hot. Well, I think you just gotta even the playing field and fuck his parents. Here, mm, here, I'm taking another shot. Right, Kyle's right. <laughs> gone off. Okay, but I think now. we're looking at this from as us three people who are not involved in this. It is funny, but imagine now little empathy here. Imagine if your parents told you that they have fucked your partners. One thing Kyle kind of kind of raised it a second ago. I'm assuming, and I could be totally wrong, that these parents are cool parents. You know what I mean? I assume this didn't come as a surprise, right? If my parents told me this, it would come as a massive surprise. Yeah. You know, like it would be it would be in like the realm of like completely unthinkable. Like it wouldn't even be like possible. You know? Yeah. And I'm not talking about just this current relationship. I mean just any. Like it just wouldn't even like my brain wouldn't even be able to comprehend it because it would be so much of a surprise. I'm gonna guess this parent, this threesome having 
you know, pull you into the hallway to be like BTW fucked your boyfriend duo are, are pretty chill parents, especially like they're like, yeah, we fucked your boyfriend. Act like an adult and just walk out. You know what I mean? Like these are cool parents. I assume okay. she's probably always worried. Every boyfriend. She's like, this is the one. It doesn't matter if your parents are fucking, you know, doing ollies in the driveway. They're so cool. <laughs> these parents can definitely do a kickflip. Like it, it, let's just strip away any of that. But like the the idea of a parental figure or no, anyone it's, in it's, your family having like sex with question, your partner. It's like that question we had about the fucking Skype sex, where he was like, "I'm into your mom." Um, it, there's no, there's no way past it. I don't think personally. I think it would be very weird. As as much as it sucks, I literally do not think I'd be able to have sex with that person ever again without thinking about my parents also having sex with that person. Yeah, just mauling them. There's two of them and only one of you. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm sticking I'm sticking. You guys can think I'm a freak or I'm weird or whatever. Like <laughs> my parents are cool. Like now you've met my parents. Like they're they're young mm-hmm. and cool. Like, I remember the first time my parents met my boyfriend, he wasn't even my boyfriend yet. We were all just friends at Christmas dinner at my table and i yawned and my mom said kyle you tired i said yeah i was up all night while brandon was fingering me at the dinner table like and we all just <laughs> that's just kind of the family that i come from so if i was awesome. in that situation, i'm not gonna say i wouldn't be shocked and maybe i would be grossed out a little bit but ultimately i would be hysterical i would probably roll on the floor and laugh harder than i ever laughed and i wouldn't let anybody live it down either i'd be that person that brought it up all the time and i would just laugh i, I really truly would yeah, I don't know. I think I'd definitely be... I'd be towards the middle, but towards the... Like, on the nope side. Right. And well, not again, probably that near the middle either. <laughs> like like yeah. I said, you met my parents, I've met your parents, Alan. Yeah, it would be... Oh, know. man, it would... Like, I think the just the shock alone would probably just kill me. <laughs> I don't know. It would just be... It would be unthinkable. It would break my brain. It would just be so uh, unexpected. You know how much I I'm not going to lie. To, to extrapolate on... Kyle's talking about going down a porn website whole thing. I'm definitely jerking off to your parents having a threesome tonight. Yes! <laughs> Extrapolate! You know, you have my blessing. <laughs> uh, so advice. I, I think it's it's a personal thing. I think you have to know how you can deal with this. And if you can, you can. If you can't, you can't. But either way, don't half measure it. You know what I mean? Like, if you literally can't, don't be like, oh, let's take a break. Let's whatever. Just fucking end it. And if you can, you then can't be bitter at him for it having happened. You need to get over it fully. There is no half measure. Yeah, this isn't. Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's like the, the foot has to be dropped and be like, if you're going to pursue this, this can't be brought up in arguments and be like, well, you fucked my parents as a, <laughs> as a bargaining chip. But as he powerful, say, I fucked your as, parents. As powerful a bargaining chip as that is, you're not allowed to use it. Yeah, that's the thing. You have to make the sacrifice of taking that power and throwing it out the window. However, as I said, can he do it? No, I think. Well, you know, I, like, I don't know. I don't know what power move he'd be playing. Okay, imagine <laughs> yeah. this, right? Ask me to do something. You're the boyfriend, right? Tell me, tell yeah. me to do something. Uh, hey, babe, do you mind washing the dishes tonight? I'm tired. You're not my fucking dad. <laughs> Now, what do you say? I have fucked your dad. Yes. <laughs> everything about this to me is just everything. It's, it's hilarious. The whole thing. My advice is laugh it off. Right? Oh, like, that's a power move. And no, like, the, you know, the dishes are getting done. They're not. They're getting smashed. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. No, those they're being smashed and used to cut your throat. <laughs> All right, oh. dang. Um, this comes from Agent Sloan. The the title is just send help. Oh God, where? Which I know I was very concerned, but don't worry. It's it's not as dire as it might sound. Um, My daughter just 20, brought over her boyfriend. She's a twenty one year old female. At least I, I think she's female. Doesn't really say. Anyway. Uh, I've been on Bumble, the better dating app here in the Philippines versus Tinder. Also, what up, Philippines? Hell yeah. Can we just take a moment? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, For quite some time now. I decided to get back on it during quarantine, as a lot of people did, just to pass the time. I matched with a guy, about 25-year-old, about 57 days ago, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Um, And we've been talking every day since then. The thing is, it's been nothing but shallow talk, sending memes, talking about the most random things with replies hours apart and nothing else. However, the conversations never really end. I see his effort in coming up with replies, despite my deliberate attempts to end this conversation, just as a test. And yet he still goes on. We went to the same university. He has a few years above me, and we have a handful of common friends. About one month in, I got to ask for a review on him from one of our mutual friends. Friends say he's a pretty wholesome guy, though just got out of a relationship vaguely last year i take friends words for it and i do see how wholesome he is and i like that different from the bajillion douches i've encountered we switched from talking in the app to facebook messenger after a month because he said he was going to delete the app character development he joked mm-hmm. i'm pretty interested in this guy possibly seriously dating him and then she's put in brackets i've been playing around for too long never had a serious relationship she also used an emoji that i've never seen in my life what is, what it? is it it's like a like a drunk face emoji Oh, I know the one with the little like uh, S kind of mouth. Like it looks like a little yeah. dog mouth almost. Oh yeah, that's like love drunk. Oh, okay. Um, Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> so we have our resident uh, emoji translator here. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what to do next. I can't ask him out since we're all still in semi-quarantine. No establishment can take sit, sit down customers and there are other strict pro- or protocols for public places. I'm now back in my office every day. And just a few days ago, we found out his office was right behind mine. I was sending him a random video of my view from and he recognized my building. Uh, only, only got to ask about our jobs then. Plot twist, though, he doesn't get back to the office until July. What do I do? How can I make a move? Do I wait until July and keep this nonsense going? Would a normal guy just talk to a girl every day for almost two months and not be interested slash just to pass the time too? Yes. The answer to that last question is yes. I think a normal guy would do that. I think that there's been memes going around too lately about people in their online quarantine boyfriends. Like, I think a lot of single people have really found a lot of solace and felt less isolated by finding somebody on an app and just talking endlessly to them on the app. And just to, just for, you know, if you're single and you're in quarantine, you're in isolation. Yeah. Maybe it's just nice to kind of online date somebody like old MSN messenger style and old plenty of style or something like that. Would a guy just do this for a while just because he's bored? I think the blunt answer is absolutely yes. And if I were the person writing this, I wouldn't take any of it. It doesn't matter. All of it, none of it seriously at all. I wouldn't take anything seriously until I meet somebody. This guy could just up and block you one day. This guy could just anything. It doesn't matter. Like until you meet somebody, don't put too much thought and too much heart or uh, too much energy into something like that at all. That's my answer. I totally get where you're coming from. And I do think it is worth uh, noting that like during isolation and quarantine and all this craziness that like, the kind of usual rules are a little bit out the window. So definitely take it with a pinch of salt. 
Uh, I do want to say, firstly, you're our number one friend of the show from Philippines. So anyone else listening from the Philippines, I'm sorry, but you are not in the top of the running. We love it. Um, But like, yeah, it is possible that, you know, isolation, quarantine, all this stuff is pretty hard. So Kyle makes a really good point. It could just be, you know, loneliness and like being able to talk to someone. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are gaining a lot of solace from this kind of interaction. Do I think it means that he isn't interested? No. Do I think it means he's 100% interested? No, either. Like, I can't say either way, but I think it's definitely, you know, if we're looking at it in a percentage, you know, 50% being meh, 0% being hard no, it's probably up in the 60s, 70s at the very least, you know? Because I think there's a difference between wasting your time. Like, I I don't think anyone would waste their time. Uh, It doesn't mean they're ready to marry you tomorrow, though. If this guy wasn't interested in like meeting you or hanging out, I don't think he'd be like, "Hey, we work like side by side." Like that's yeah, that's that's a that's, pretty good indication because that's shifting things from the conversation aspect to like the real world. Like that's that's a little tie-in. That's a bridge over to to real life. Um, although I am concerned that you call talking to him nonsense <laughs> and that you want to uh, to stop talking to him as a test, but those are different concerns. Yeah, I mean, I think that's more just like if if it is just, you know, if you're just sending memes back and forth. Hey, memes can be deep. Know. We we talked hey. about Grumpy Cat earlier. It's well. true, we did. Um, Yeah, I, I think you definitely have what could possibly blossom into some sort of relationship. I think um, we have when you're on apps like that, especially Tinder and stuff, it's so easy to make new matches. So I think that if there wasn't something, you know, in, in enticing about you, he would have moved on. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, especially I, like when... I moved on from people's matches within like a couple minutes when I was in my like Tinder hole. If someone, the second someone started to get boring or start asking the boring, normal questions and I matched with someone new, it's like, well, this person's more interesting and it's terrible as it sounds, but it's like, that's kind of the whole point of like this instant gratification culture that we live in. So the fact that he's stuck around for two months is, is an indication that there's something there. I don't like, like Kyle said, is it marriage? No. Is it, is it a guarantee that you guys are going to date? I don't know. But like, I think at least there's a chance to meet up and have a date and see what happens. Yeah. Also, I think like as per Kyle's point, like people are looking for this kind of like, you know, escapism and blah, blah, blah through, through dating uh, sites and whatnot. They could, if they didn't like you, they could also just find that with somebody else. I doubt you're the only person who decided to talk to them. So I, I think that also skews to the positive. I feel like app dating and especially for people younger than us, like even notice how she said, like, we stopped talking on Bumble because he deleted the app. And then we started talking on Facebook Messenger, character development. Like, to me, that little moment right there showed me how seriously people take app dating. And it really is a life of its own. Like, for her, that's, like, maybe, like, a next step where for some, like, I would consider, like, you know, going on a first date to, like, holding hands or something to be a step. It's like, ooh, we stopped talking on Bumble. We started talking on Facebook. I think some people take app dating and online dating way more serious than other people. So I'm putting myself in both these people's shoes when I hear um, what they're saying. And if I'm the guy, I'll be honest, call me a dick if you want. There's definitely been people that I have sat around out of boredom when I was single and had a whole lot of pillow texting to 
just because I was bored and just because I wanted to pillow text with them, never met them, never cared. Like Dane said, swipe somebody else or found somebody else that was interesting, did the same thing with them, did the same thing with them. I've also been However, the girl. What? Would you do the whole, oh, wait, our offices are right beside each other. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. When it comes to, I just don't take any of it. Like if I have not met somebody in person, I don't, I don't know you. I don't take it that seriously. And um, I guess call it selfish, but I guess I'm kind of just looking for my own entertainment when I'm on an app. You got, I'm saying this, I haven't been on apps in years, but when I was, when I was, I would be more concerned with my own short-term entertainment than somebody else's long-term feelings because that's how seriously I never took apps or anybody on them. Now, if I met somebody on the app and I went out and I had a date with them or we slept together or we did that or whatever, there's a whole new level of a uh, whole new level of humanity there. And then I would start psychoanalyzing and then I would start ass assessing and then I would start messaging into podcasts. But until then, I just really would not take anybody that I've never met that seriously or put too much thought in it. Just me. Okay. And I think okay. that's kind of a smart way to be because you don't know who's out there and how seriously the guy in the office building down the street is taking all this time that you're spending talking to him. So on the advice side of things, what is the next step? And unfortunately, I'm not sure how well we can answer, uh, answer this because I don't know what the COVID restrictions are in Philippines. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. You did say just take it with a grain of salt. There's nothing wrong with just continue talking and take it with a grain of salt. If you, if when it does come time to meet up and that's just an easy thing and they are problem solved, nothing had to happen. But if, if restrictions are down and you can meet up and this guy's still dicking around, then go swipe somebody else. Do this whole thing over here. I think like July was kind of dropped in the message as if it's like really far away and it really isn't like it's coming up quick and compared to the amount of isolation and quarantine that people have already gone to, through, it's like you can last those two, like fucking two, two weeks. weeks. Like literally it's, it's yeah. crazy. Uh, less so when this episode comes out. Um, so yeah, keep waiting. And like, if if restrictions are eased somewhat, like there's nothing wrong with like a little, you know, isolation date, like maybe meet up in the open air, stay the two meters apart, actually talk to each other. And the thing is, if he's going to come out, agree to that, hang out with you, you'll get a better idea of one, if you actually like them, because like people in person are always a little different, if not massively different. And two, if he's willing to go and do that, then it's probably a pretty solid indication that he likes you too. You know, I might even step up my uh, texting game or my Facebook messaging game because if I am talking to somebody for that long, I'd probably be sending some body shots or getting things a little. <laughs> like it wouldn't just be all memes and chit chat kind of deal. Like, you know, see if there's any chemistry that way. Like if I know that the guy who I'm talking to got a big old dick, I might be more inclined to take things a little <laughs> bit more. But right now it all sounds very casual Kelly. And, you know, I would put more thought into what's going to be for dinner than what's what's up with the guy in the office building down the street that's a good point i mean there's there's no harm in making moves via text you know what mm -hmm. i mean like yeah there's there's no harm in you know sending those you know slightly suggestive texts and maybe like if there's a response to that you know a cute little picture of you in bed like it doesn't have to be salacious mm -hmm. but there can be there can be subtext there can be you know hints at at something um and I, I would highly doubt, I, I don't think most guys would respond poorly to that if they're in team. Yeah. How about even um, a little like, hey, wish we could meet up. Pity all this COVID is ruining everyone's lives. Ooh, there's always webcams, wink. How yeah, about a right. webcam date? We talked about this at the start of, uh, of all yeah. this isolation stuff. You know what I mean? You guys could play a game online. You could do Jackbox games. You could do even just like 
a little meetup, right? Like just be like, Hey, let's call each other for an hour, have a drink, you know? You can definitely do stuff even even without like meeting up in person. Yeah, I mean like if if the the restrictions allow it, fuck it. Yeah, go have lunch together out in a park mm-hmm. if you're allowed to. On, on you know, you know, your first, his first day back be like, "Hey, I know going back to work sucks. I'll make it better. Um, let's go have lunch together." Yeah, or even just like a walk on your lunch break. And the good thing about that is it's it's timed, right? It's an hour. So it's like if it sucks, it's just an hour. And if it's great, and you have an then out. it'll leave. Yeah, you have an out too. But if it's really good, then it's like, it's almost like a little tease. It'll leave you both like really wanting more. I think like make a move. Yeah. Now's the time. It's getting close enough. I don't think the the vague like, because if he's a shy guy and you're a shy girl, like you're going to constantly be waiting for the first person to make a move. Make exactly. the fucking move. Mm-hmm. Worst I, thing that's going to happen is he says, oh, no, thanks. I'm good. And then, okay, great. Have you wasted time? No, because all you were doing is sitting in your house anyway. Yeah. Right. Also, right? you're a badass for making the first move, so you've got that. Yeah. Plus side, he says, yes, thank God. I can't wait to meet you. And then, yeah. great. Now you meet, you play it out like normal human beings, and you see where it goes. And like those are really your only two options. Or, you know, third option, stay in, you know, online purgatory, purgatory for every. Yeah. But you got to let us know how it goes. Please do. We would love an update. And good luck. This sounds fun. Yeah, um, I know we're going long, but we this is a Pride episode. And I don't give a fuck. We have Kyle here, so let's hey. let's, let's do another question. All right. Um, okay, I got a few. I got a lot. What are you guys feeling? What kind of question would you like? Well, we had funny. We had. Uh, do you have anything deep? We haven't had anything deep, have we? I okay. wanted. I want another question that's going to make Kyle do two shots of bourbon. So this is by Kimberly Yolam. My boyfriend called out a video game character's name during sex. <laughs> my boyfriend has been playing a game with a pretty in-depth dating sim lately reading smutty fanfiction while we lay in bed together and trying to initiate sex with me after last night while we were fucking he said oh character's name you're so hot i immediately stopped the sex and slept on the couch and i don't know what to do now i don't even want to look him in the eyes or let him touch me right now and he hasn't said anything about it just tried to make casual conversation this morning which i'm still too uncomfortable to return are you done? Is okay. that a question? That's it. Boo fucking who, bitch. I say I would kill for a boyfriend nerdy enough to call me a video game character's name while he was fucking me. I would live for that in a moment. All I'm thinking the whole time is what did he call you? Like I would I would love that. That would be fun. I say lighten up. I am heartbroken that she didn't say the name. Yeah, fuck this question. You can't say that someone calls you a video game character and then don't include the name of the character. I know. She is upset about this. Like, she went to the couch. There are horrible problems in the world. If my boyfriend called me a video game character's name, he's probably listening to this right now. If he called me Link, he could call me fucking Wario. I don't care. I'd say fucking Wario. (laughs) You are quite a Wario. Yeah, like, I definitely wouldn't get upset about this. I think I would mock them mercilessly. I once woke my girlfriend up and she was like, no, mom. And I was like, what? <laughs> Nothing. Like, literally just tried to wake her up so, like, she'd go to bed. She was on the couch. Um, did I get upset about that? No. I laughed my ass off. I mock her still to this day. You know what this could be, though? Looking on another side of things, she could be one of those girls that is jealous of her boyfriend's video games because that is a fucking thing. Oh, all Edwin does is play Final Fantasy. Like, Jesus Christ, I can't get any time. And then, like, it translates into sex. Yeah, I can see that being a thing. 
I can definitely see that that being a thing. If she's already jealous of video games to begin with, he doesn't give her enough loving and time because he's all hooked up in his uh his switch, and then uh he calls her. Ooh, I just want to know what he called her. Yeah, well, if it's a dating sim, it's probably not like a oh dating oh, sim. Not right. something we know. Yeah. Do you guys have you guys ever played a dating sim? I'm not really sure what they are. I remember like, do you guys remember a site called Newgrounds? Yeah. Yeah, Dane, you remember. There were like little dating sims on that, but that's as far as I know about dating simulation games. I was yeah. featured on the front page of Newgrounds. Shut the front door, were you? Yeah, yeah, several times. Oh, now you're in Ireland. That's probably why you don't you didn't know. Um, yeah, I guess there's a couple different ways to look at this. Like my initial thought is again, I don't know, maybe I'm horny because I'm like, that's kind of hot. <laughs> Kyle, do you just need to get fucked? I don't know. <laughs> you're just chugging bourbon and telling us that everything's hot. <laughs> I just think that he, like, if that's the worst problem in your relationship, that your boyfriend called you a fucking character's name, then I think things are pretty good. But if she is jealous of the dating sims, and that's, um, stop being jealous over your man's video games. There, I said it. And yeah. I'm speaking for a million men out there who can't play Breath of the Wild in peace without their spouse getting jealous. I, I actually agree. It's like, this doesn't seem like that big of a deal. And if you have a problem with it, or if the reason why you have a problem with this is an extension of some other issue, fucking talk about it. Running away and sleeping on the couch and ignoring them in the morning when they're trying to talk to you isn't the way to do it. I also don't think if you went and slept on the couch and in the morning he's just having casual conversation, he's also ignoring it. So I don't think that's the way to go either. But like, be adults and just have a fucking talk about it. Is it... Is your sexual life absolutely like devoid? Like, does it exist until he like you know plays this game and then reads fan fiction about this game, and that's the only way he'll have sex with you? Because that mm-hmm. I think is inherently a problem as well. Yeah, like I I don't think that she's not within her right to be upset with being like, oh, the only time my boyfriend wants to fuck me is after he's like psyched himself up to fuck an imaginary person. Oh, a hundred percent. But if that's the issue, one, tell us that's the issue, and two. You still got to talk about it. Yeah, no, 100%. Like this this idea that like if, if you're upset when it happened, you should have been like, hey, what the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, or even, you know what? Fine. You're you're so upset. You go to the couch. You don't want to talk about it. The next morning, you should definitely be like, hey, so last night and then talk about it. Yeah. In the comments, she says, I just don't even know how to talk about it with him. I've never been good at confrontation. This is bizarre. He's definitely not getting laid for a few days, though. I can tell you that. But that's worse than confrontation. Passive aggressiveness is so much mm-hmm. worse than confrontation. It's better to have a confrontation and have a blow up and have a fight and something to covet than sit around and mope and avoid each other and be passive aggressive for a couple of days on end. It sounds exhausting. Yeah, the best part is like passive aggressiveness isn't going to lead to no confrontation. It's just going to make the confrontation worse. I'm really selfish because I'm reading these, I'm hearing these questions, especially this one. And all I'm thinking, like I've had three boyfriends and none of them were nerdy. And like, I want a nerdy boyfriend. <laughs> like I would, I, that, that would just do it for me. That would just, that would just power me up for somebody to. <laughs> <laughs> and like the bourbon's already powering you up. <laughs> I, I'm on Prosecco now. I just pour myself a glass. I'm walking around the house with my headphones myself different liquors so uh yeah I say, I say lighten up and if you got a problem yeah don't be passive aggressive about it confront the man yeah figure out why you're upset and then let them know that in a in as non-aggressive a sense as you can you know you you would rather have a, a discussion than a fight about this um and hopefully they'll see it from your side 
and unless this character is is like weird like like a four-year-old girl you know what i mean like unless she's like a like a child um why not like lean into a fantasy like you now know this is something he's into like i don't think like if you mentioned that like if you had a you know sexy fireman calendar or something and one day he showed up in a fireman costume you'd probably be hyped about it i don't like there's there's really no difference between that again unless this character is inappropriate to want to have sex with you know on that note can i just say i've never like i'm not a very freaky person and role-playing has never done it for me the idea of role-playing has never done it for me except in the realm of like video games like if i could be sub-zero and my boyfriend could be scorpion and that could come into the bedroom i think that would be so <laughs> motherfucking hot and like not just like get over here like just anything would like you, anything. would you do a whole fight and everything would you make sure he knows the moves i just want the costumes i want the costumes with like a little hole in somebody's ass and a little hole in somebody's mouth and i just want to recreate some sort of like mortal Kombat, street fighter ryu and ken like all these, all these hot fucking guys from video games pass. I want to bring that into the bedroom. I think it would be really cool. Hey, you know what? If you do, let us know how it goes. Also, if you're doing Mortal Kombat, you have to, you have to yell finish. Finish him, him yeah. Duh! Oh my god. Combo breaker. When you like flip around, so you're on top. If you come and they don't, you say flawless victory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, ready for I think the last one. Oh, this is yes. fun. I want to end. Let's just do a four-hour-long episode. Hey, yeah. that's a great idea for the boy in the sweat box. <laughs> yep. Well, I have, like, literally 30 more questions. Well, you have one more to say. All right. This is by Dickerop. Or Drickerop. Girlfriend won't stop saying, let's churn and burn. My girlfriend made up a phrase, which she repeats about 30 times a day. Let's churn and burn. It's been about four to six weeks of this, and there's no end in sight. Any advice? Um, Does it mean fuck? She probably just says it all the time. Like, it's probably just one of those things. Like, you both live with your partners. Has your partner never just started doing something? Or maybe they always did it, and then you just notice it, and it just fucking irks you? And it's not even a big I, deal. I, it, just, it just, like, it, it just gets under your skin. And you just want to say, where did that come from? Why are you doing that? Don't do it. I can only imagine a white dad at a restaurant after he's paid the bill, looking to the table and, like, rubbing the sands again and going, right, gang, let's churn and burn. <laughs> that's how i see it as in like let's rock and roll you know let's hit the streets let's leave if it's like you know you're about to make dinner she's like all right let's churn and burn or you know if <laughs> if you guys are going for a walk she's like okay let's churn and burn I yeah i would I, I, really i, I think would, it works no well i mean i'm not saying it doesn't work but i'm not it's also like if that's just what she says it could be cute I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about this. If if that's her euphemism for sex, hell yeah, then I'm on board with it. How about you take her literally? You get an upset stomach, so it's churning, and you put hot sauce everywhere, so y'all are burning, Uh-oh. and she's never gonna do it again. Or maybe she's really into making butter and smoking weed. <laughs> hell, dude, that sounds like a lovely day. It really does. Churn butter that and get high. Zen, if I've ever heard Zen. I think I, this is like I think this is a little bit more serious than like it's it's meant like I can actually really relate to this. Like my boyfriend's in the other room. He's gonna hear me talking about this. He's gonna be really bad. We're gonna like I'm gonna get all passive aggressive and sleep on the couch after this. But like <laughs> one day I just noticed that he's he he hummed a lot. He like does this 
<laughs> and it's not a big deal. Kind of something like this, churn and burn. And I was like, maybe he always did it. Maybe he just started to do it. But it just started fucking driving me nuts. And I was just like, do you always hum like that? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you always just do this like little hummy thing. And I made a joke about it. I'm like, oh, you're suppressing your rage so you don't kill me. You're just going to hum through it. So maybe that's a way to bring it up is turn it into a little bit of joke. But if it's driving you crazy, you got to bring it up in one way or fashion. And I can relate to what this guy's saying. I really, truly can. Well, this is a good question because maybe this always happened. And it wasn't until you were isolated together for COVID that you realize that she does it constantly. Like maybe that's her thing at work. You know what I mean? Like maybe she works in the butter factory and is constantly high, you know? So she's just like, hey, let's turn a burn. I think similar to what Dan was saying, figure out when she says it, like what's the situation? And you have to get there first every time and then start doing it times when that's not appropriate. Basically just poison the well. Do it so yeah, many you, times that she hates it. You but- have to take this from her. The danger is, do you ever say something like as a piss take, you know what I mean? Like when you hear like that, that shitty, like new slang and you're like, oh, it's lit. Ha ha ha. But then like, you know, in a few weeks, you're like, oh shit, that is lit. And you're like, oh no, I've become what I hated most. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. You're going to start saying, let's churn and burn seriously. But that's fine so, because then it's problem solved. If you're cool with churn and burn, if it's now a thing. Like, then she'll hate it and you're the problem. Hey. It's better than having a problem. It's true. Ruin her life. Have you guys, your partners now, is this the first time you've lived with your partners for both of you? No. No. Okay. And past or present, have your girlfriends never done anything at home or said anything that is just kind of constant and just for no reason, it's completely innocent and whatever, and it just kind of gets under your skin just from- No. No? No, I don't think so. Oh man, I'm my with girlfriend this guy. can be a little. She can be a little blasé with regards to like kitchen safety, you know. <laughs> I like, can see it. Like touch raw chicken and not immediately, you know, wash her hands, which can can upset me. That's about it. Well, listen, I will tell you guys that uh, this guy's question. I think this guy's question is a, a really normal thing, and I think that a lot of people experience it living not just with a spouse but with people. And I think the fact that you guys don't experience this, I think you're in the minority there. I really think you are. Um, even if, like, I don't know, like, even growing up, did your brothers or sisters or anybody ever just do something or say something stupid all the time? You're like, oh, why are you doing that? Maybe me and this guy are just irritable-ass people, and you guys are chill. <laughs> That's why you guys go to, like, churn and butter and smoke weed. You guys are just chill, and I'm all uptight, and so is this guy. I want to talk to him. I just want us to, I just want us to, like, hash it out and just complain, complain together. Just, like, rant together? Yeah, rant. I mean, there's also no harm in saying like, hey, babe, that's driving me fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you just chill with it for a bit? Let's be fair. The type of person to say churn and burn is the type of person to say it to piss you off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, it's the person who's going to love you enough to not. I always say too, like for the few things that, you know, just like my little, my boyfriend, his little humming things or whatever, I can only imagine what it's like living with me. I am the loudest person I know. I am just constantly singing and dancing and prancing and joking and cackling and God knows what else. Like he has patience of steel and I do yeah, a lot. I'm imagining the reason I probably haven't had this issue is because I'm the issue. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm definitely the loud, annoying one that'll say some dumb shit. So, okay. yeah, I definitely do things that drive Amanda crazy. So, yeah, I think 
I think we're the problems. <laughs> you guys, you guys should go read this question to your girlfriends and see if they're responding more like you guys are or more like I am. Because I really feel like that's a, a really normal thing in a relationship. I even see, like, especially considering uh, quarantine, I remember uh, seeing a meme that was just this gorgeous girl cutting her eyes at her gorgeous boyfriend, and she was like, breathe louder, I fucking dare you. Like, it's just, you, you spend so much time around somebody, you start noticing everything that they do, and it drives you crazy. To be fair, I've been doing this really bizarre thing, and I don't know why or where it came from, where I'll, like, narrate what I'm doing at home during isolation to either breakfast at Tiffany's or free-falling. Um, but my girlfriend just does it with me, so... Of course she does. Like, we'll be making lunch and be like, it's a sandwich, cutting up sausage, got the toast on, and there's jamming, you know, whatever. And then she'll just be like, toast the bread now, turn on the oven, and we'll just like sing bull- bullshit to each other. Uh, and it's only those two songs for some reason. And I said, what about cheese with that sausage? We've been having a lot of sandwiches. Yeah, ditto. Are you guys just on the topic of quarantine real quick? Are you guys as fat as I am right now? Like I've doubled in size since quarantine. Oh, baby. Did you not hear what I ate yesterday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you literally just said that. I feel like I did a little thickening and then just stopped. Like a roux. Which is funny because I have like a bag of Haribo a day as well as, you know, the odd beer and then just like a whole duck. All right. All right. Thank you very much for listening um, and joining us for our Pride episode. Um, if you have a question that you'd like to send us, like uh, Sloan or Earl Gray did uh, this week, you can hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash FCK Buddies podcast. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at FCK underscore buddies. You can find us on the internet at fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca, or you can send us an email at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. And thank you very much, Kyle, for joining us. Thanks, My Kyle. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. It's always so much fun. Happy Pride. You always make our episodes so much better because you're Yay. amazing. We love you. Yay. Love you. And I can't wait to have you back in this closet for reals. Oh, man. Yeah. I can't wait till we go, go to Halo and get wrecked. Yes. Elder God. All right. You're, you guys ready for some bad sex writing? It's going to be short but sweet. There had been a hot, sweet ball of excitement in her lower belly, and she had been very conscious of her breasts as sexual things, full and ripe and standing out from her chest. The moon had made her feel drunk, and so had the grass, wetting her legs with its night moisture. She'd known if the boy caught her, she would let the boy have her maiden head. So I didn't know Stephen King was a virgin. (laughs) Apparently. I can't tell if Dane is laughing really quietly. I'm sorry, I forgot to get a Pornhub comment, so I'm currently trying to furiously silence the porn videos that are currently playing all (laughs) once. So the heavy breathing wasn't you, okay. To finish this boy off, I have... I hastily found a comment from XXXDiegoXX42, and they say, Wait, this isn't CoolMathGames.com. Great site. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. I'm Kyle Crawford, and we've been your fuck buddies. Hell yeah. Bye. Happy Pride. Be safe. Happy Bye. Pride. Bye.